0: Yo, what's up, family? Welcome back to the Bridge Podcast. I believe this is episode seven, but if it's not, whatever it says it's what episode it is. But man, I'm so excited. As y'all can see this morning, or whenever you watch that night, afternoon, I'm not by myself. I got my brothers with me today, and we about to have a time, bro. Uh, I'm gonna introduce them in a minute, but y'all already know. Y'all know what I'm, what I'm about to say. Like. Comment, subscribe. If you're watching on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, share it with someone. Even if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you send it to somebody if you think that it can be useful and it can really help them. But I'm excited. I'm great. How y'all feeling? I'm feeling good. Y'all, y'all feeling good, good bro. bro? I'm great. Excellent. I hope y'all doing great, too. School is busy if you're in school. Life is busy. The world is crazy right now. It's a lot going on. But God is good. All, um, all the time. And all the time. God oh, is is good. good. Yeah, we're going to be real churchy this episode. But, man, I got my brothers Mark and Josh with me. Listen, uh, just before I introduce them, I don't take it for granted when God brings special people into your life. Um, you know, my dad, he's, as the old folks would say, sometimes, man, you don't get many friends. And when you do, you have to steward them well. And these are my brothers. Uh, they, I met them this year it's not like we grew up together or nothing but in a short time or maybe not so short but that we've known each other um love them dearly they are great people what they're doing is insane for the kingdom uh they're so gifted but not only are they gifted but they are anointed um and God is really using them and they are people men of integrity men of character people you want to be around uh they're infectious and I love them dearly so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. But, and one of these people, and probably both of them, you know, they big time. So you probably recognize their faces already. But the first person I want to introduce, man, is Mark Ellis Jr. Man, and he yeah, he deserves a round of applause. Uh, he is a worship leader. He is the one and only Mark Ellis. Um, (laughs) but no, he sings, man. He's doing great things, and I want to just let him. Uh, tell you all a little bit about himself. so take it away bro
1: all right my name is mark ellis jr i'm a sophomore at lsu i'm blessed to be the roommate of both of these people um i have a choir called a blaze youth choir i'm a choir director i do praise and worship at my church i'm over different youth organizations at the church so i'm just honored to just be in ministry and be walking in purpose for christ
0: Facts, facts, facts. And then to my right, how you doing, Bishop? How you doing? doing? God bless you. (laughs) you I have Joshua Simmons, the, the, capital T-H-E, Joshua Simmons. Josh, tell me a little bit about yourself, bro.
2: How y'all doing? How y'all doing? My name is Joshua Simmons. Um, I do photography, videography, sound technician, whatever you need, I got you. Um, I started at my church um, doing video, started taking pictures, uh, then I started running sound, uh, help uh, help a lot of my friends just spiritually. I, I'm a junior at LSU, so I just do a lot of um, witnessing and uh, just helping people out at LSU. And then also back on the uh, sound side, I do a lot of that at different churches, um, do a lot of video at different churches, a lot of
0: photography at different churches. So anything y'all need, hit me up. I'm going to put all the information in the description um, and add, like, you know, Mark already has, like, 200000 some followers on TikTok. Maybe more. I don't want to undercut that. A bunch of followers on Instagram. So, just, you know, add some more of that. Josh, also big time. They got thousands of followers. I don't. So, they they the ones, you know, feed off them. Uh, But, nah, I think, bro, like, honestly, what I said was we're not going to have a specific topic. Um, We're just going to talk because... What I love about these dudes is we not just, like, yeah, we churchy. We may go to church, but they are in Christ. And so we have these conversations off camera. Like, just, it could be random. Three in the morning, whatever it is. Literally, three in the morning. Uh, Three in the morning, uh, just in the middle of the day, we just having conversations about christianity um gen z what's happening in our generation the culture in our generation with christianity um a lot of things the positives the negatives what we could be doing better because at the end of the day like um i've said in previous episodes you know wow brother is that <laughs> me definitely you brother <laughs> that wasn't me Y'all
1: look at each other. yeah okay.
0: got, you. got you but um Oh have mercy. That was you, brother. That was not That was,
1: nothing that was me. a loud ringer, too. <laughs> my my
0: ring is off. My ring off me, dog. That was weird. That ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> but we should keep that in. But, um, no, nah, we just was talking about some of the positives and the negatives that's happening in this generation, how this generation is very destined. You know, I've said plenty of times before, we're a very destined generation, right? Mm-hmm. But we also distracted. Um, we also sometimes lose our focus, we have an appetite for God, but then the appetite for the world mm-hmm. um, in church, not all those things. Right. And I am hopeful at the end of the day, I'm not one of these people who like, sometimes I get a little aggravated sometimes when they have the older generations, like this generation is all this bad. Like, no, like this is a chosen generation. I do mm-hmm. believe that anointed. And we're the ones that are going to bring the kingdom of God. And we are bringing the kingdom of God, propelling it forward. Right. But at the end of the day too, there's a lot of the tricks of the enemy and what he's continuing to use and he's using the same things over and over and over again mm-hmm. in this generation. And it seems like for some reason, and I think one of the things is people aren't talking about it. Like you have preachers who, youth pastors, young adult pastors, college pastors, whatever it is, where you know half of the room, geez, about to go here this early, I don't care, but half of the room oh dealing God. with pornography, right? But you can't talk about it because you're dealing with it yourself, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, cool, nothing's wrong with that at all like no, something's wrong but like something's missing but it's like cool we all make mistakes i'm not talking about that you won't sin and i get all that but at the same time that means you have to get accountability and also you have to you have to um hold the people who you're leading accountable as well Right. right and so in that though um we can just talk about first off how i think A lot of the biggest issue, one of the things is uh, you being a worship leader, talking about worship, Um, worship, you know, one of the things where, you know, the Bible says worship in spirit and in truth, you know, supposed to worship God. But then a lot of us, too, um, you know, like in the Bible days, when they're worshiping idols, things of that nature, too, we may not have the same idols like they had in biblical days. We may not be making statues, but we're making metaphorical statues. It may be of Instagram, Twitter tiktok whatever it is right and that's who we're giving our most time to because at the end of the day we're always in a perpetual state of worship right right we're always worshiping but what are you putting your time toward um and so just your thoughts on that bro just being a worship leader and that thought centering around worship especially as young people what do you think about that bro
1: man i feel like the other day i was teaching a class and i asked the kids or the youth i was like so what do y'all think worship is and like I asked them, do y'all think that worship, raise your hand if you think worship is the slow song after the fast song for praise and worship. Oh. And they literally raised their hands. Like, Oh, wow. They They were like, honestly. But people don't understand that worship is not even just limited to music. It's not just limited to a type of music. Yeah. It can be a fast song. Like, mm-hmm. shocker. But yes, it it doesn't matter the type of music. Your worship is your obedience to God and obedience to the Holy Spirit and you walking in your purpose. So that's why people do say that worship that's why it is tied to that slow song type of because whenever you are having that one on one encounter with god that is like direct worship to him because you are adoring him and you are being obedient to him as you lift his name or as you think of his goodness that's you walking in that obedience as well but you can do that to a fast song you can do that when you're just being obedient in your day-to-day life you can worship god at school by putting him first and paying attention in class you can worship god with your parents and by obeying them. So that's the whole lifestyle of worship rather than just the song, the worship song, you know? So when you really encompass that lifestyle of worship, yeah, that's what's make your ministry of singing and stuff, what people think it is 10 times better because they yeah. mastered that worship is their entire lifestyle. It's not just what song I'm about to sing. So no, I'm not about to sing the worship song. I'm about to sing the song in worship. Yeah,
0: well, I don't got nothing else to say, we could wrap it up. good God dog I mean he said it's facts bro, no, that's facts, and the main thing and all of that is like worship is a lifestyle, yeah. right, and some of us we think that the only place we could worship is in church, right, or the only place we could pray, read the Bible, which for some of us that's the only place where we do do those things. Uh-huh. right yeah, but that I'm gonna leave right there, bro.
2: Yeah, I mean, to go with what Mark said, people, like, a lot of people don't understand what worship is. Like, I heard somebody say they think worship is a genre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's 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 not. not. And then at the same time, like, the Mm -hmm. whole spontaneous worship thing, like, it's starting to trend now. And people, like, when they go into the worship set, they're doing it for a moment that they can post on TikTok or a moment Mm -hmm. that they can post on YouTube or a moment that they can post on Instagram and not realizing i wanna worship Jesus. I'm not worried about what you doing. Thanks. What you doing? I don't care if this get 2 likes. I don't care if get 2 million likes. Come on. I'm worshipping God. That's the Thanks. point of this part of the service is to honor God and to be obedient to God and say God, I'm laying everything down to you. I'm laying my burdens down. I'm laying my cares down. I'm laying my worries down. Everything I came in with, I'm dropping it off here, and I'm going back home free. I'm not leaving the same way I came. That's what what this part of the service is for. It's not for... No, I'm saying social media is not for. Ooh, she's a good worship leader. I like how you sang today. It's Uh not about singing. Josh, you can sing, but it's not about singing. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah,
1: God, he's supposed to decrease so that he can increase. Come on. So if you doing all that for like the media and stuff, that's like. You have to question your intentions on why you're doing everything. Like, even for me and myself, I do, like, social media with my choir, with my songs, but the intention is to spread the word of God and to give his name glory. And so when your intention is for that following and stuff... It's like now you're taking away from the genuine worship and you're putting more into yourself being glorified and even having a following at all. Constantly check your intentions. If you post at all or if you do any type of content, even with this very podcast, constantly question our intentions. Mm -hmm. What is my main reason for doing this? And my dad being a pastor... He definitely be like, "All right, all right. don't let them likes get to you. Don't." Right. He's not boosting me. Right. Boostin me. My first no, video, I showed him it. I was excited. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Look at this." He was like, "All right, all right, no." Like, pipe down. I need you. <laughs> yeah, pipe down. Humble down, son. Humble down. <laughs> so no. it's always in the back of my head.
0: It's a heart posture because yeah. I always tell people, "It's like, what is the heart behind what you're doing, right?" But we live in the like, we want the likes, we want that those dopamine levels. We look on Instagram, ooh, liking my picture, like. Who cares? Be careful. And who can be careful, right? It's like, bro, at the end of the day, like we were worried about the verification check. I took Lord. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I somebody asked me, they said, Jay. They asked me this last week. They was like, Jay, bro, like, you know, you have like professional page, blah, blah, blah. like, why don't you just buy a verification check? I was like, first of all, it looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Buying a verification check. I'm sorry. I don't care if y'all don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> but if you don't have under 10,000 followers, do you don't need. Please it. don't buy no verification check. It looks weird. Number one. Number two, <laughs> I was verified by Christ before on, I was now. verified by Instagram. I'm not worried about no you Instagram verification. Like, like, bro like, I don't need no. When John the Baptist, we get into the word, because this ain't gonna be opinion. When John the Baptist was preaching Jesus, and he's preaching, repent. he's baptizing the people. The religious leaders of that day in John chapter 1 had sent for him, and they said, hey, who this dude is? Are you, are you Elijah the prophet? He's like, no. It's like, "Are you what you coming to do then? Who Are you the Messiah? He's like, no. And they trying to question him and trying to see, okay, let me verify you. Mm-hmm. Let me verify to see that if you're the real dude. Right. And what John the Baptist did was he never answered their question. If you read the scriptures, they say, who are you? didn't answer the question he said someone else is coming he said bump what y'all say like (laughs) i'm gonna keep on repenting right i'm gonna keep on preaching repentance i'm gonna keep on baptizing bump what y'all say why because you all do not give me validation right yeah and we live in a generation where we want validation from people so much yeah and we put i think the reason why so many of us and i'm jumping across the field here but I know church hurt is a real thing yeah. and we experience all those things but for some of you you haven't left the church you've left so when john the baptist that reminds me of something when john the baptist in john chapter one when he's coming he's coming to preach jesus bro and if you read in the story john the baptist and they sent for him the religious leaders of that day they're like okay we gotta figure out who this dude is because mm-hmm. he like coming and he done some new stuff like what's going on here they said, are you to the prophet? He's like, nah. He's like, are you the Messiah? He's like, nah. And they asked him, okay, then who are you? And he didn't answer their question. He <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: never responded by saying, I'm John the Baptist. He didn't say who I am. He answered their question by saying, oh, this is who sent me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Like, I'm not, it has nothing to do with you. Like, it, it has nothing to do with me, either. Right. It's not about me. No, yeah. this is what I'm doing. I'm coming to preach Jesus because there's yeah, someone coming after me I'm not even worried that the Bible says to tie a sandal. Like I'm preparing the way, but He is the way. Mm-hmm. And if I'm preparing the way, it's not about me. And for many of us, we worry about people, right? Like we want people to validate us. But and I think that goes to a bigger discussion of why so many people are leaving the church. So many young mm-hmm. people. They see, and here's my problem with it, right? You have now on TikTok, you tell people I'm a follower of Jesus. Da da da. All these other things. There's so much I can say about that, but for some of us, bro, like if you a follower of Jesus, then you have to follow Jesus's ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, too, if you're really following Jesus, that means you hold the Bible as your standard. Right. And mm-hmm. in the Bible, it says, "Forsake not the assembly of believers." So you cannot. I'm sorry, you cannot claim that you're in Christ but be apart from the church and be yeah. apart from His body.
1: Right. The
0: two don't go together. They don't. Right. And so we need community. We need each other. Um, but, yeah, I just think the thing with people, I think we don't know how to put people in their proper, proper perspective and the right place. Like, yes, we need people, but at the end of the day, people aren't God. And so even if people hurt me, if people do these things in the church, like, yeah, cool, but those people who hurt you was not God. Right. Yeah. But we live in a generation of cancel culture, which yeah. posted about by the time this comes out, it's going to already be out. But yep. it's that thing of cancel culture, right? Like, it's not biblical it's really not biblical and i get it like so many people we make mistakes but like who am i to be a hypocrite and like like oh well i didn't get out here and i didn't do this horrific thing yeah you might not then you might not did that you might not cheated or whatever it is but
2: All yeah
0: and sin is sin see but right. we categorize sin
2: yeah we do
0: we categorize sin like, bro, if you think a bad thought in your mind, that, that disappoints God. That's hurtful mm, to God. Yeah. Right? So I think it's just this thing of I what I really think it is, bro, is we are not consuming enough of the word.
1: That's definitely what it is.
0: Because if we truly were, I think if we truly was reading it, if we were getting fed by it, then when you read the word, the word changes you, bro. It does. Like, because as you read the word, the word, the word reads you right back. And I think for many of us, when we read our Bible, I know a lot of times I always talk with young people, and they be like, Jay, like, I'm trying to read. I can't do it. Now, when I teach Bible study, all type of stuff, like, bro, I can't get them. Like, because, bro, reading the Bible, like, you don't just read to finish. You read to be fed. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't just read your Bible. It starts out as a discipline, as a habit. Like, this is a meeting with God when I open this book. It has life in it. It's my life book. Like, I need this. And Thanks. so it's like and and we I think we get it twisted like oh while I pray excuse me oh while I pray you
1: have to pray and read and go to
0: church right. and
1: do this, you can't just pick and choose what what's convenient gonna yeah like, it ain't going to last too like people get on these spiritual ways only doing one or the other thing and then they wonder why it was just this phase of their life rather than a whole entire lifestyle because you picked and choose what you wanted to do when the formula was there for you in the word of god and your point was that you was like we gotta don't just read to finish that is you have to be so careful when you read your word that you are not reading to finish whether you know that you're doing that or subconsciously doing it because sometimes if you tired
2: yeah. And if you, don't if you don't
1: understand something that you just read, you need to go read it again. Yes. Like, I have to read slowly, go back and read it again. Maybe even look it up. We have the internet and we use Come it for on. everything else yeah. except when we're trying to feed ourselves knowledge. It's not yes. a sin to look up something about the word Thank of God. Thank you. Like, we can you look have that to. up. Well, yeah, so. and, and
0: we're not about to get into this a like, lot because I... I'll, well, I ain't going to put that out there yet, but we're going <laughs> to think about it. I was going to put that out there, but I ain't going to sneak peek uh but bro like just a little bit like you just say you have to look it up the bible was not originally written in english newsflash if you didn't know (laughs) this bible was not written in english it is greek in the original language and hebrew and aramaic in the old testament like Mm -hmm. you have to look it up
1: yeah
0: like the word meditate in the new testament does not mean what we think it means now meditate in the new testament just for an example means to speak or to murmur Mm. i would not have known that if i didn't look that up so that's just a thing of just Bible study. But don't get me going on the tangent, because I could go on the tangent. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow, wow, wow.
2: I'm just being honest, <laughs> brother. I'm sorry. Wow. You. Yes, you I'm can. Sorry.
0: That's That's that judgmental I'm sorry. I'm sorry. spirit. That's that cancel uh, that's culture. That's that cancel That's Try that crime creep, huh? that creep up on, y'all. He's creeping <laughs> my up bad, on my your back. My bad, my bad, my bad, my yeah. bad.
1: Oh. Wait, but cancel culture was a good topic, though, because it kind of glorifies judgment. Like, it glorifies you yes. judging somebody when you're not even in a place to judge them. What is me posting about a random celebrity, like, negative stuff about them talk. going to do? Yeah. I do not not even know this person personally to help them or to uplift them. When somebody is in a sin, you don't judge them and talk about them or gossip yeah. about them. That's what cancel culture is.
0: And the weirdest one, people are building
1: platforms
0: off of talking about other people. Oh, yeah. Off of gossip that's crazy that's sad bro that is sad, yeah. that is sad. we just talked and about this it, we was just talking just about that about and it's sad because we are supposed to be who christians mm. yeah I, go ahead
2: bro because like i said me and jordan just talked about this but we have to think about all the times we messed up before we go and talk about oh he did that she did that he did this oh you were passing you doing that yeah. Think mm. about all the things you did today, just today. Yes. If God canceled us every time <laughs> we did something wrong, we would be dead. We would be dead.
0: But Jesus, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like for real, oh like we can't we can't that just that just goes <laughs> against everything that God showed yes. us in the Bible like with the like Moses uh stuttered yeah. Yeah, Moses Moses stuttered, make sure I had the right person. Yeah, Moses stuttered. Yeah. It was just a lot of people in the Bible who weren't perfect. Like even um Peter, I think it was that uh denied Jesus three times. Yes.
0: You, but, and the wor- brother, make, brother, sorry. you in the word, brother. Josh be preaching. Peter denied Jesus three times. You in the word,
2: doc. And Je- you gotta think about it, this is when Jesus he just uh he just got crucified. Well right where he was getting crucified. Work the text. Yeah, he was getting I'm sorry. Work the text. <laughs> Jesus was about to get crucified. <laughs> Jesus said, "You're gonna deny me three times." No, I ain't gonna deny you three times. And then he denies, he denies Jesus three times. Three times. Yeah. And then after that, Jesus come back. And then Jesus uses Peter in this mighty way. But all of us in this generation be like, "Oh, you tr- you did this to me uh, four months ago. Mm-mm, I ain't messing with you." But look how, how God treated Peter, even though he denied him, even though Peter walked with Jesus for Thanks. that whole long time. And then we come to, the, come to the time when they about to kill Jesus. Peter been walking with Jesus for I don't know how long. Like, he been, he was a disciple. He was one of the 12 disciples. And Jesus still brought him in and said, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you. You Thanks. love me. I love you. God is good, bro. They don't understand what forgiveness Damn. is. Walking. They don't want to talk about Jesus. forgiveness.
1: And the something that we've done. Imagine how many times we have said, denied Jesus, whether directly or indirectly. It's more than three times. Yeah. So when you, even when you look at that story of Peter, it's not really like a, oh my God, Peter's just so crazy. Because yeah. when you look at yourself and you think, man, I denied Jesus just like Peter, Come and Lord. God still is chasing after us. Yes. So that's a different type of grace and mercy. And we have to start yeah, we taking on the grace and mercy that God gives us to other people. Mm-hmm. God wants us to succeed and wants us to prosper. Even when we literally betray him and stab him in the back, whether people know it or not, just because their sin is in the limelight, us, what we've done in private, we literally have betrayed him. And he still chased after us. So putting on his grace and his mercy when we're dealing with other people goes against cancel culture in every aspect and goes against judging people without trying to righteously judge them or righteously help them, goes against every aspect of cancel culture. Yeah, because we're not
2: perfect. No, nobody is perfect. Like- the only one that's perfect is Jesus. The only one that's perfect is Jesus. So that means everybody make mistakes. You're still going to make mistakes. Yes. But through repentance and forgiveness, because people don't want to talk about forgiveness. People don't know how to forgive people. No. You hit me on my. Hey. uh You bumped into me yesterday, so now nah, I don't like you no more. Right. People don't know how to forgive. Me. People don't know how to forgive and each other. It's
0: one thing is you joking, but some people me that's serious.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs>
2: that's hey, but she bumped into me yesterday, so I don't like her no more.
1: She didn't speak to me. But you a Christian. But
0: you. And that's the thing. And you are a Christian. Hey, listen, if you're not a Christian, this doesn't apply to you until you come because you don't know. The Bible says that without the Holy Spirit even putting it on our heart, we wouldn't even know. But these are Christians, right? And it's like David, bro. David literally slept with his home. He slept with his wife, bro, and then got her pregnant. He slept with Bathsheba, got her pregnant. Then God sent the prophet Nathan to come in and be like, say, bro, are you wildin' out. Then David, he said, you know what? Yeah, like, you right. And then he repented. Then he fasted. He was in ashes. And then the son died, all that stuff. But David, he did all that. And, but the Bible says that David was the apple of God's eye. And I think for us, the thing with it is, and we'll get back to cancer culture, I think, that it's really not about, like, bro, make the mistakes. Like, we're not perfect. But if you stay in a constant state of repentance, God will still use you, bro. Yeah. And you, I think we have to, the reason why God used David was because David stayed in a constant state of repentance. He was always repentant to God. But, bro, with cancel culture, bro, you're right. Everything y'all say is spot on. It's not biblical. And it's hypocritical at that. Like, in John chapter 8, when the woman uh, was caught in adultery. And he says, anyone who hasn't sinned, be the first to throw the first stone, and they all walked away. The prodigal son, Luke 15, he went and he left the father's house, and he went and go walling out. But then the father was coming back to receive him. Like, he used a prostitute, Rahab, in Old Testament. I could keep going, on and on and on. Why? Because the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah, I- like we need his love, we need his grace, his mercy. He's long suffering, yeah. and they already know. Listen, y'all, you know me because somebody gonna be like, "I'm preaching. I'm not preaching the watered down gospel. I'm not preaching the gospel of grace and no and no judgment and God is no holiness." We already have an episode on holiness, mm-hmm. but right now I'm just trying to we trying to combat this cancel culture stuff because it's really not biblical right, and cool. it's hypocritical and it's it's. It's it's not of God. It's not. It's, it's not. not of God. It's not. It's not of God. And what it's doing is, it's causing all this dissension. It's calling, all, ca- calling, causing. Hallelujah! Praise God. God. All of this. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I hate you. Calling oh, all! Oh, of, oh, <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> is That, canceled, that oh, cancel culture. Oh, here co- we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we didn't brought the spirit up and bind it. Jesus name, bind it. Jesus, and it's name. Gone. But it's like, all seriousness, bro. It's brought so much division, and that's really not how it was. Like the Bible tells us, if you have an offense with your brother, your sister, whatever it is, go to them. It tells us how to handle conflict. Yeah. The Bible gives a recipe on how to handle conflict. Yeah. But no, you trying to handle? Well, you know, I'm gonna go tell them about this stuff. So Brother, sister <laughs> There's a Listen, way you do that There's, There's a way, way you do, do that in love And in spirit Yeah, well, I'm always taking the high road Because you a Christian <laughs> You have Come to on, Like, do you not see how Jesus I think we forget They ain't I read was... the Bible They ain't, ain't read what They ain't read Read, can you read? The thing is, cancel and,
1: culture yeah. Like, it's not even just like in the world per se like even though christians can't do it sometimes it's literally in the church like and that's how you do have the Ooh, church, yeah. church stuff Please talk just, about it it's it. not called cancel culture in the church but the same principles are being talked about it without helping people in love without being led by the spirit without people being like without people consulting the spirit before they try to correct somebody or before they try to uh, judge somebody in righteousness. It's in the church. And that's why cancel culture is not just a worldly issue. It's happening amongst believers.
0: You know what it is? You said they don't consult the spirit, whatever it is. We don't have accountability. Yeah. See, that's the problem with our generation. We don't want to be accountable to nobody because everyone who tries to tell us how to help us, we, we call people helping us, hating on us. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody tries to tell you, hey, bro, um, hey, it's just like, hey, you're doing a very good job, but I think that you could be doing it. They hating on me. They just mad because they ain't never deal with that. I- right. That's pride. And that's, that's pride. arrogance. Yeah. Humble yourself. Right. Like, bro, I think that we live in a generation where we don't like to be submitted under authority. Go watch the last episode on submission. But, like, we don't want to be submitted under authority and we don't want accountability, bro. And it's like, bro, accountability is what helps me. Like, it's a cheat code. We look at accountability as a bad thing. No, it is not. not. Like, bro, accountability, like, I have a pastor. I have somebody I, I can answer to. I can just call up. Accountability is not just them correcting you when you do wrong. That's not just what, I feel like we focus on that aspect of accountability. Uh, No, accountability is saying, hey, spiritual father, hey, spiritual mother, spiritual mentor, or that sounds real churchy, but mentor, (laughs) whatever it is. Hey, mentor, I don't know what to do. And you've been here before me. You've walked this path before me. That's wisdom. Right. Yeah. But many of saying. us, you are falling because you don't have wisdom. And it, it reminds me of another story in the Bible. We in the Word today, Doc. This ain't <laughs> no pain. We in the Word. In Old Testament, re- read the Old Testament, by the way. <laughs> Stop neglecting the Old Testament. God, I'm tired of that. You only, read the, you only read the New Testament. Read the Old Testament. You can't understand the New without the Old. Why am I talking like you? I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Dog. Um, but there's a there's a story, bro. And Rehoboam is his name. Weird, I know. King Rehoboam, and basically, he is the first king of Judah in the Bible. And uh, Israel was split into a Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom. And I'ma cut across the field, but basically, Rehoboam. His father, Solomon, had put the uh, people he was over under harsh um, rules, so harsh conditions. So he made them work, and they had to labor hard, real hard. So now it's time for a new king. Like, we have a new election. and say, okay, you going to change some stuff? Like, I, you know, the people, we're trying to reconsider this because he was putting us all this tiresome stuff, and we ain't trying to go to that no more. Well, they said, okay, well, just consult consult the elders. So he say, okay, I'm going to consult the elders. So the old, the older elders told him, hey, listen. If you want them to listen to you, if you want them to be subject to you, what I want you to do is, I want you to, um, you should remove the harsh conditions. And if you do that, they're going to listen to you. Like, they're going to follow you. Mm-hmm. Says, yeah, but I got my homeboys who I grew up with. He's talking to somebody. I got my homeboys who I grew up with, though. And the people who grow up with me, they young. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to them, too, though. The elders already told me, but now I'm going to go to my younger. what they say, they say, brother, look. Bump what they talking about. Mm. They said... Your father had him doing this. I want you to do this times 10 because mm. you king now. And you got it like that. What you think he did? Instead of listening to yeah. the older elders, mm-hmm. listen to the young people. What's my point? This dude literally mm-hmm. neglected the experience, the wisdom, the knowledge of people who've been there, done that already. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to do the people who he grew up with. If your friends never check you, they not your friends. Right. They're your followers.
1: That's so like. If,
0: your fri- if you have a friend who don't check you, who get on you, that's fake. And I'm not trying to be. That's not even your real friend. That's, you
2: real, that's real though. That's, that's real. not
0: even your real friend. Like these dudes who sat this table with me, if I'm walling out, they will check me. Bump that. Not if. When I was walling out, this man to my right checked me. Literally. <laughs> In love. But he was like, say big dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <I> like, <it. laughs> like,
0: say big dog Say big dog Nah, big dog I was like, yeah, you right You right, you right, big dog, yeah, they're, 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 say, oh, big dog. say big dog Mighty guy He is say big dog Right? And, yeah, and I got ch- to I, I, I check him You got to have the right people but around you But you have to have the right people around you Because it the saying is true Who you are around Determines uh, who you will be, bruh yeah. Like, bruh, who you around does influence you. It yeah. does. It the influences, you. influences you. The environment you're in influences yeah. you, bruh. Yeah. And so don't be like real Bomb. Yeah. Don't be like so many people, like, bruh, you don't want to, because, oh, they old, they don't know what they're talking about. No, they've been here, done that. Like, the whole purpose of a mentor is to literally take you by the hand and say, you know what, um, I made the mistakes so that you don't have to. And you know, we listen. You trying to be successful? You trying to be six figures, millionaire, whatever it is, business, whatever in the corporate world, whatever it is. You know a cheat code to get there, bro. Sitting under somebody who can hold you accountable, and they guess what? Not only will they get you there, but they will get you there like ten times faster. Yeah. Because I've been there, done that. Like Mark, Marcus, 18, 18, 18. 18. insane. Twenty-one. Yeah. I'm nineteen. Like, people sometimes look at them like, bro, you're leading this, you're in ministry, how you doing this? Why? Bro, they listen. Like, Mark listens to other quarter, other, like, he listens to his dad. Yeah. Like, his his dad or somebody else may, it may have took them into 30-something or 40-something to get it. Yeah. Mark got it at eight. Now, Mark was gifted with some stuff. Cause that's just, <laughs> God just picked it. But Mark listens, and he uses wisdom. Yeah. And, Mark, listen to the wise counsel. And so now I can do that 18, 19, 20, whatever it is. And it's like, bro, I think that's where it comes in that gifting. We focus so much. Oh, they're gifted. To be honest with you, bro, I don't really care about gifting like that. That's just, we can't control that. God just gives that to us. Mm -hmm. In the Bible, he gave something to me. He said, Two talents three times five, how many how many is it? he gave each of them different talent. Like They couldn't control what God gave them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just gave it to them. Yeah. Some people, he gives you this. But it is your responsibility. This is what I always say. God wants to work in cooperation with people. Like Take accountability for your actions. You you blaming God. That ain't God's fault. That's you. Mm-hmm. Right. Some of us right now, our, our money funny, and we talking about some. Oh, God, I need a break. You don't need a breakthrough. You need a budget. <laughs> right. Speak, brother. Speak it. Speak that's speak it. the truth. Brother. God, I'm speak waiting it. on you. No, God. You don't God need to wait on God. God is waiting on you. Waiting
2: on you. Right. And there's some instances where you you are in a season where you are waiting on God. Right. But there are are also situations where God is waiting on you to surrender. And you waiting, you, oh, God, why this ain't happen? Why don't I have peace? Why don't I have joy? Because you ain't surrendered yet. You
1: better ask God to reveal that to yes. you or you going to be looking <laughs> stupid thinking that you're waiting on God. If you're not moving in the Holy Spirit and praying for him, literally ask God exactly what you're confused about. God, please reveal to me what is blocking me from this season. Please and listen, reveal for to me what is stopping me from this. Mm. Get in a position to hear from him. Yeah. If you're not in a position to hear and you asking God questions, you're not going to hear because... No, you haven't been reading your word. You haven't been in the right environments. You haven't been just being quiet and listening for him. Yes. Like, get in that position so that you're not looking stupid, and so you actually know what you're doing. What are your steps for the next season?
0: Can I say this? And I don't know why. The Holy Spirit has dropped this in my spirit. For some of us, God has given us an answer, but we don't like the answer he's given exactly. us. Exactly. Because exactly. Because what, what will you do when yes. God says no? Yeah. Mm. You're like, oh
2: that was just my
0: conscience no not not right no. now not not yet flat out says no and you keep trying to force it and what but I yeah but but, but I just like him but he's fine he just he well, he, he just he, 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 he yeah. just but so he, yeah 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 but like God I, I could bring him to church I, I could help him he gonna get saved I'm gonna even read the Bible together I'm gonna go to his apartment Lord and Allah. when you get over there
1: <laughs> nah, I'm gonna go his
0: we gonna read the Bible. The Bible sitting, the Bible sitting on the counter, just like this, looking at you, yeah, looking Bible. at all mm. things you're doing. Well, I, I, I'm gonna open the book. That ain't sorry. That ain't the thing being opened. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. just leave it at that. you like,
2: you gonna get convicted though? You, you are gonna, gonna, gonna get convicted, right? And, but and mm-hmm. it's like, bro.
0: At the end of the day, man. The Bible says, bro. In Proverbs, man, I love Proverbs so much, man. Trust in the Lord with, your heart, with all your heart. Lean down to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He's going to direct your path.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. He's going to direct your path, man. Like, the Bible also says in Proverbs, many are the plans of a man's heart, but uh, their way leads to destruction. Like, it leads to death. So there's a Thanks. thing that we think is the right way to go. But it's really not, and that only comes from listening and heeding the word of God, bro. And
1: like you said, it comes from acknowledging Him in all your ways, like all of in every single worship. thing you do. We need to start. We need to make prayer a lifestyle of just talking to God throughout our day. Like, even before this, we just pray and it just put my spirit at peace. Like. When you're praying throughout the day, it doesn't have to only be at certain times. Yeah, come on. Practice talking to God before everything you do. I literally talk to God during class and ask him for strength to keep me awake because I am bored during this class. And then I reaffirm myself. God, (laughs) I love this class. I love my life. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad that you put me here. I talk to God throughout because I cannot make it. Without him, Mm-mm. and I gotta acknowledge him in every single thing, and that's something that we forget to do, and then we wonder why we're missing and lacking in certain places, because you didn't acknowledge God in all thy ways, you only acknowledge God at church, yeah. or you only acknowledge God when times was getting rough, or you acknowledge God when you got that promotion, but nothing else. Yeah. Uh oh. It's like all thy ways you gotta yeah. acknowledge him. Barred. He
2: can't change your life if you don't give it to him.
1: Yeah. You give, if you don't
2: give your life to God, you, He can't change it. Yeah. And you want, we wonder why things don't look the way that we wanted to look. Oh God, why you ain't do this for me yet? Like I just said it, but you ain't surrender. And people don't understand Ooh. what surrendering is. Surrendering isn't just worshiping on Sundays and Wednesdays. Facts. And surrendering isn't just reading the um reading the uh daily Bible verse that come from you version.
1: Ooh, that used to be me too. So I yeah. ain't even I ain't even gonna blame you. I'm not gonna judge you. So yeah, that was gotta, all of us. We yeah, gotta, we, yeah, we got a yeah. we got to upgrade from one the daily verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a society, Hallelujah! As a populace, upgrade
0: from the da- listen yeah. that Holy Bible app can only take you so far, brother. Get yeah. in the Word, man. Get that get, physical. Get that. But it's Hallelujah. and then also. People
2: have to, like, you have to have a reason why you're reading. Because a lot of people, they just read because, oh, I didn't read my Bible today. So they go read a verse. And then they don't understand what they read. But they just read a verse and say, I read a verse today. Once you get to that point where, like, and I was telling you this the other day, uh-huh. the reason why I started reading my Bible is because I fell in love with Jesus. And I wanted to know how Jesus acted the way he acts. Like, it was a reason why, like, I want to know the reason why every time I dis- I uh, I betray him, every time I went away from him. Why does he still love me? Like why? Why I don't understand. Because normally, when I betray people, once I do the opposite of people was what te- what people telling me to do, they just leave, and that's what I'm used to. And it's been—I it came to a point where like I done did so many bad things where Jesus just don't want me no more. Come on. And I'ma just go Come ahead on. and just keep doing that because Jesus don't want me no more. Come on. But once I kept feeling that pull, I kept feeling that tug. I'm like. Why do you still well, love me? Well, and then when I, once so I good. came to that point, where, like, okay, I'm going to surrender to you. Josh. I'm going to give it all to you. And I'm going to lay everything down, not just the things I want to lay down. When I lay everything down and give you everything, that's when I saw my life change. And because of that, I'm like, okay, I, I love this guy.
0: Tell a testimony. I love Josh. this
2: guy. And oh. then now I, the, the word is how I find out how to be more like him because I want to love like Preach. him. Preach.
0: that's it. God, dog. Boy, that thing's so good, bro. (laughs) All in all, bro, the, everything that we talking about is, man, that's so good. The fact that I think we have, how can I, I'm not trying to be deep, bro. I think that in, especially in, um, Western American Christianity, that we have made it, um, We've presented a gospel to people that has made it seem like you can be religious but don't have a relationship. That you don't have to be a disciple. And everything that you all are describing is being a disciple it is literally saying that, okay, you know what? Because I'm going to follow Jesus, Jesus said in his word, if you deny yourself, Take up your cross daily, then follow me. Like he even told Jesus even said, I want you to follow me, but count the cost. Mm -hmm. Like there is a price to pay. Mm -hmm. And we are real good. I had posted this a while ago. We real good at preaching the privileges and the price of proximity and being close to God. Mm -hmm. Or the privileges and the perks, but not the price of proximity. Like there's a price. That comes with being intimate with God. There's a price that comes with being the follower of Jesus. And you have to be willing to pay that price. Why? And sacrifice. He sacrificed for us so many times. The least I can do is say, thank you, Jesus. The least I can do is is read my Bible. That's the least I can do is go to church. That's the very least. If I had 10,000 tongues, the Bible says it wouldn't be enough to praise God. That's the least we can do. Right. And he doesn't want part of you. He wants all of you. Oh, you. And for some of us, the man, oh my God, I feel it so strongly. We are literally one step away. Like, we have one foot in Christ and one foot in the world. Just take mm. that next step, bro. Like, okay, you're going to oh, yeah, but my friends, so what? He'll replenish them. And if he doesn't replenish them in this time, it's because maybe you don't need them. You like, need them. God does everything for a reason, yeah. bro. And I see a generation that my heart goes out for because, like I said, I see the gifting and the talent, right? And it's, yeah. like, so many great ideas. That's one thing, that when God created the earth, like, I was talking about this with um, one of my uh, spiritual mentors, man, and he was basically saying, like, the Bible says in Genesis 1, like, the first revelation we get about God is that he's a creator. Like, in the beginning, God created. And that's the one thing, that believer, unbeliever, we all create, Right. right? And I I tell this to young people all the time, bro. People who are in the world or some of my dudes from back home who um in the hood or one of the dudes I know right now, like he's trying to get out that life. And I told him, I said, bro, I said, you know how smart you gotta be? Now this, this ain't for some people. Get what I'm saying too. I'm not condoning it, but like, bro, you know how smart you gotta be to um to have a drug system in the hood, bro? Like that that, that dummies can't do that, right? That's true. Right. Like you're saying you know <laughs> don't condone it, don't be don't do it, but it ain't right, it ain't but right, but you know how smart you gotta be <laughs> to have a doggone,
2: yeah,
0: I mean, a cartel Enterprise. like right, but I said, see, just imagine if you take all that in your hands and just put it in God's hands, just imagine if you say, if you let that those smarts those ideas that you have for right. drugs, he can make those ideas about building his kingdom, right. If you just turn it over and put it in his hands, and for some of you, bro, it's like the analogy. One time, my dad told me he was trying to uh, tie my shoe. I feel so preachy right now. It's okay. I haven't been. I haven't been like a. I haven't been the preacher all podcast. So, y'all gonna get it today. But uh, it's like you are funny. Um, <laughs> if y'all watch, if y'all listen on Spotify and Apple, come over to YouTube because yeah, this is hilarious. Um, but. It's like my dad was trying to tie my shoe one time when I was young, and um, he was trying to tie it, but when he was, like, working on one side, I was like, oh, I'm going to just do the other side. You know I, I kind of think, I know I know he's doing. I'm going to just go to the other side. I'm going to tie it, too. And he just kept looking up, like, and then he would go back tied, and I just go, home, you know, tie I did go down there. He's like, and I did it again, and he's like, are you done? And I was like, what you talking about? I'm just trying to help. He was like, I could fix the issue if you take your hands off. Mm -hmm. Right? And for some of us, like, the reason why God, like you said, Mm -hmm. my brother said, the reason why God can't change your life is because you're not giving him your whole life. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I could Mm -hmm. give up. You know what? Like, uh, I could do Mm -hmm. this, but giving up sex before marriage, ah, I really don't want to do that. Giving up fear. Giving up fear. ah, Giving up,
1: I, I Anxiety, just that, violence, and that
0: yeah. one thing I pro bro, it's so it's so spiritual that one thing if you would give that up Oh my goodness mm. because the one area most times the area that the devil is uh a lot of times the area that the devil is attacking you in the most is the area where God wants to bless. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he's really tempting you in that area, bruh, that should tell you something. That should tell you, that should show you something much. Right. But I think the biggest thing, the common thread between all of it is the simple fact of at the end of the day, bruh, when you walk in this Christian life, and I think as young people, um, which I want us primarily to understand as Gen Z and as young people in Christ, is that at the end of the day, I know it's hard, but you have to have discernment. And if you don't know what discernment is, um, that's basically that. Thing that you can't get from yourself. It comes from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit gives you. It's called uh, maybe a gift, and the Holy Spirit gives you basically uh, another lens, another eye—not just a natural one, but a spiritual one—to see things through. So, mm-hmm. for instance, um, if I pray for discernment about a situation, um, I let's use relationship as an example. Um, dating someone, I want to see someone, thinking about dating someone, and basically. You know, they haven't, they only tell me what I see. You know, I can only go off of what I see in the natural. But I say, okay, God, give me discernment. Uh, let me know maybe a sign. Give me, uh, let the spirit bring something up. Let Whatever it is, something else spiritually to be able to um, decipher. That's the word, thank you. To be able to decipher between what is you and what's a counterfeit or what's you and what's from the devil, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Uh, because, dang, that just went through another rabbit hole. Many of us need that, not only for relationships, but also with um I think opportunities as well. Yeah. Because yeah. every open door is not a door you should walk through. Yeah. And it ain't. Because the devil can open doors. The devil does open doors. Right. The devil opens doors. In the church. In the Ooh.
1: <laughs> I was reading the Bible said that the devil can be used through people who say they are of God or people who like disguise himself in the church. And, like, that's how you have people even using the scripture to, like, kind of, like, I don't know. They combine the scripture and they flesh to try to tell you things or to try to advise you. Or even, like you said, get you to do something. Like, they'll use the scripture to it. And then that's what we was talking the other day about how it's, like, there's a difference between the scripture and then the word of God. The word of God Ooh, is like yeah. encompasses everything God has said. Like, and so even if you did, haven't read the full bi- Bible yet, you can still walk in the word of God. Yes. And you have—that's how you have people who have read the full Bible three times, four times, still walking in the scripture because they still are using certain scriptures to justify things and not letting the word of God, the Holy Spirit, encompass them and advise people and stuff like that. So that's, again, how you have the church hurt and stuff, people using scripture to say you can't go to the movies on Friday, and they're not using the word of God to really tell people that there's bigger issues than a skirt that's not all the way to the ankle, if that makes sense.
2: It makes sense, It makes sense, sense, brother. Free free the
0: house yeah boy that's that's deep number one number two um no it's good because uh the bible you know that's a word for like a rhema word why am I telling? they gonna uh, this 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 don't worry about it. this is so churchy but it's called ahead, a rhema bro. word what, say saying? Um, again a rhema r-h-e-m-a it's a fresh word from god it's hebrew it means fresh word from god but that's why you need what, you, what you're speaking to the difference between the word and the scriptures right um Jesus did that. Uh, technically, if you want to, depending on how you want to slice and dice it uh, theologically, but when Jesus came, he said, I didn't come to abolish it, I came to fulfill it. So Jesus was not denying what was in the law when the Pharisees would come to him and say, in the law it says such and such. He's like, mm, yeah, but I'm the word now, I'm the truth, and I'm telling you that right now in this moment, mm-hmm. this is But be- How can you hit a lame man? It, it's the Sabbath day. Why are you going to hit a lame man on the Sabbath? Like. The, the religious rule goes out the window when yep. I show up. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, are you literally arguing with the word of God in the flesh? You're right now? you're yeah. arguing with the word of people God. People would in the probably fl- argue with Jesus right in this day and age if <laughs> they, they sure. didn't know they sure would. would. They didn't know who he was.
0: Yeah, because people forget, man. Jesus is was a radical Jew. He was. That uh, is pa- crazy. Pa- pa- oh, I was about to say something. He, he not black and he's not white. He's a Jew. All right, I'm gonna leave that there. I have to say that. I'm (laughs) gonna leave it there, brother. Um (laughs) Jesus. I got
1: you, I got you, I got you, I got you, Oh my goodness,
2: brother. I hope they have some cooth after this. The
0: cooth is crazy. Cooth. Oh man. Um, but yeah, bro, like what you were speaking to uh, That's so facts bro Cause at the end of the day Like <clears throat> It goes to the thing of The difference between Relationship and religion Like At the end of the day bro Yeah some convictions should be I call it, They have general ones right Yeah Like there's some things That just no don't do There's some things that are just personal convictions so, Like at the end of the day bro we all how It goes to the, back to the cancer culture, whatever it is, bro. Like, everybody is on different levels in their spiritual walk. Yeah. Everybody, like, meet people where they are, bro. Give grace. Give grace. mercy when it's needed. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of the, the hypocritical, pharisaic, just to... to <laughs> miss me with that. Like, give love, give grace. Just because you see something, does not mean you have to speak on it. Well, like...
1: Study silence. Come
0: on, man. Like, move inside. Every, I don't know. I just... That's a whole lot. This could be all day talk, but there's just a whole lot in the thing of it. At the end of the day, bro, like you said, made a comment earlier, Mark. And like you said too, bro, if you surrender your thoughts to Jesus and if you truly seek him, like, and you let him lead you, many of us will not be saying the things we are saying, doing the things we doing because we go to him first. And before you even open your mouth, the Holy spirit will say, shut up. Like just straight up, like shut up. The Holy spirit has told me many times, shut up. Like, yeah. I was about to say, he's like, shut up, and I'm like, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. All right? Yeah. yeah. But, man, there's so much we can talk about. This has <laughs> been, I don't want to leave, bro. I don't want to leave. This has been so good. Um, it's been real good, but y'all going to be back on for sure, bro. Um, I've been honored that as y'all can, as y'all listening to, and y'all can see, and y'all watching, this is who I get to live with, bruh. And so these dudes. Amazing home. These dudes make yeah. uh, <coughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. More grace. More, more grace, grace.
2: More grace. grace. <laughs> <Praise God. laughs> anyway. Oh my goodness.
0: Him. Mercy. 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 Thank God that for his mercies we are not consumed. Oh, by the way, this is not alcohol. This is not alcohol, because some people are going, yeah, they're going to judge me and say, they're going to say, oh, the preacher, the preacher was drinking, the, the that's preacher, that the word, culture, that's that this is not oh, alcohol, no, no. uh, by the way, San Pellegrino, sponsor, <laughs> um, yeah, because I can't but be drinking y'all stuff you stuff for free on this. I'm an idiot. Um,
2: brother, go ahead, close, brother. <laughs> go ahead, close. You want me to close? It's time to close, brother. you big been closing for a minute. What you
0: say? Time to close? Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, brother. Time to close. <clears throat> I was going to close. I was about to do a different you know, y'all close. Y'all know uh, Jordan Real Preacher because he's taking 15 years to close. <laughs> I Listen, brother. You don't. They don't go to church any other time. I'm sorry. Whoa. Look
2: at Look at right we were just talking about Grace. What
0: a grace <laughs> is. No, no, grace? I'm kidding. All right. Um, man, I love y'all. Um, I love y'all, and I love y'all who's watching. And thank y'all so much for watching another episode, bro. Um, I'm gonna leave their Instagram, uh, just their socials, everything in the description. To Get in t- contact with uh Josh and with Mark. Send them a comment. We're gonna post this socials and everything. Uh, send us thoughts. Let me know in the comments what you thought. Um, hit up in a DM. Let them know how amazing, how anointed they are. Uh, uh, chill out. Don't wall out in DMs. I'm going to leave it right there because um, we will be ciphering through and we have discernment and oh discernment God. is at an all high level over here. So yeah. do not come in with no foolishness. Mm-hmm women of god only for them but um not for me uh but <laughs> praise god <laughs> but thank y'all for watching episode seven of the bridge podcast y'all got an hour today because it was so good uh and we couldn't leave but thank y'all so much for watching and i hope y'all have a great rest of your day night marvelous. wherever you're watching marvelous week hallelujah and remember that pray i strengthen the lord and jesus saved the day
2: Mm-hmm, he showed it. No, no, we're not.
0: Jesus said it. Jesus said it. I know that Jesus said it. Wow. Peace and love.